1: We've got a big competition going on here at WABC. Curtis Lewa, the Guinness World Record holder, with 40 hours spent on air over a 72-hour period. But Curtis, Dominic Carter is making his push, and the heat is is on. So Curtis, will Dominic Carter break your record?
2: Well, well, well. He can try. He can knock himself out. But he's definitely a gamer. Just did two hours of Brian Kill Me. Once I finish one one hour of the Rip and Read on this Memorial Day, he's back. So nice, he's doing it twice, one to three, and then he's doing his midnight show tonight. When that Goldbrick, that Slack, of that Mama Luke returns, Frank Morano to do his on the other side of midnight, one to five, and who knows if he's in Cape May. If he's in Wildwood, where they won't let him drink a beer on the beach wearing his umbrella hat, or in Belmar, where the Jersey folks take advantage of all the bennies from Staten Island, to be continued, James Flippin'. But now I make an appeal. I make an appeal for an American who stood his ground. If it had been in Florida, if it had been in Tennessee, Texas, if it had been in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, he would be considered a hero. Let me outline this for you. It involves Nassau County, the GOP county, where we have a GOP district attorney, where you have Bruce Blakeman, who is the county executive, who did a good thing at the end of this week. When he went down outside of Alvin Bragg, turn him loose, his Manhattan district attorney's office if they're criminals, but prosecute them if they're defending themselves like we saw with Jose Alba in the bodega in upper Manhattan when he was charged with murder and only public pressure forced him to cut him loose. To now the case of the hero Marine, Daniel Penny, who he's charged with uh, secondary manslaughter. And he wants to go after what they're calling the bad Samaritans, the two guys who held down the emotionally disturbed guy who unfortunately expired. Now we have a new case. Peter Peter King, I know you're listening out there, the former congressman. You, You can't let this happen. Bruce Blakeman, you did the right thing on behalf of Daniel Penny. Now you have to do the right thing on behalf of another Nassau County resident of yours, not as well known as the Marine, Daniel Penny. His name, Jacob Mejia, Jacob Mejia. And Donnelly, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but why you hit him with a manslaughter charge and put a million-dollar bail over this guy's head is beyond me. He's from an immigrant family. He works hard. He has a 2023 Toyota Highlander. A month before, outside of his home... Right there off the Jericho Turnpike in Belrose, thugs came in and within three minutes crawled under the belly of his 2023 Toyota Highlander and stole his catalytic convertible and disappeared into the wee hours of the morning. Almost a month later, 1.30 in the morning, back on May 13th, three thugs from the Bronx come rolling in and are jacking up his car and trying to steal his rims and his wheels. And he sees them, and he runs outside. He's got a blade in his hand. It's one thirty. They try to escape. He stabs at one of them, stabs them twice. They throw the thug in their car. They ride all the way to Lincoln Hospital in the South Bronx, and the guy dies. They didn't take him to a hospital in Nassau County because they knew they were wrong. You would have thought that Mejia would have been thought of as a hero in, of all places, Nassau County, where he stood his ground. And instead, he's locked up in the belly of the Nassau County Jail, surrounded by members of MS-13 and 18th Street who had slit his throat with a million-dollar bail over his head. Bruce Blakeman, you did the right thing for Daniel Penny. So did you, Congressman King. And Donnelly, I'm sure you concurred with what your Nassau County executive did by going outside of the offices of him Loose, Alvin Bragg, if they're criminals... But the guy prosecutes anybody who defends himself. Don't be guilty of this, Ann Donnelly. Do the right thing. Turn loose Jacob Mahia of the Jared right there of Jericho Turnpike. His home is in Belrose, who fought for what he felt was right, protecting his property. And I'm gonna keep the pressure on you, Peter King. I know you're listening. And Bruce Blakeman and Ann Donnelly. There's no difference. In what Mahia did and what the hero Marine Daniel Penny did, let's be consistent. Turn him loose and release him so he can go home to his family.
3: Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa.
4: Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the bernard mcgurk studios of 77 wabc and curtis leewa this is the Rip and read
2: how to set the record
0: hi impressive
2: carrie now the record the record Curtis is going for the record. Thank you. Thank you. John Katzmatitis is not a transgender. Please, let's make that very clear to the audience because nowadays it's so freaky deaky. You don't know if it's a man, a woman, a transgender, a non binary, 72 different sexual identities and gender identities of this woke crowd in which you have to refer to them by their pronouns, not whether they're a he or a she. It could be a they. Me, he, she, they. Oh, it's so confusing. Some of you have not been out there at Reef Layings, Commemorations, and Memorial Day parades. Some of you don't necessarily see it as a solemn holiday where we honor our war dead. You consider it a time where you can go to the beach, pop a few uh, kegs, get a six-pack of beer, and uh, enjoy yourself at a picnic setting. And how many times in the past... Have many of you chosen Bud Light as your beverage of choice? It was the number one conic elixir in the nation. No more. No more. Bud Light sales have plunged 30% in the latest week as rivals steal away customers. People would never have considered drinking a Miller Lite guzzling it now. Coors Light, likewise. And more and more people are discarding Bud Light. Bud Light 24 packs are going for $3.49 as sales tank during this Dylan Mulvaney boycott. And in fact, as of yesterday, 12 hours ago, Bud Light was giving away free beer for the Memorial Day following the Dylan Mulvaney disaster. Free beer. But like truck drivers have told their parent company, transgender Anheuser-Busch, that they're not going to drive the trucks any longer because every time they go into a neighborhood into a retail section or pass through a residential section, residents flip them the bird, start calling them homophobic slurs, and threaten their welfare. Now, where did this all come from, ladies and gentlemen? How could a Fortune 500 company with a name like Anheuser-Busch just fall into the fiscal abyss? And they may never be able to re- return to their labeled dominance in the field of beer. This is almost like when Coca-Cola decided, hey, you know something, people are getting tired of this product. It's almost a 100 years old. Let's create new Coke. What a dumb idea that was. And after experimenting with new Coke for about six months because they were trying to capture the Pepsi generation by sugaring up the original Coke, they discarded the new Coke and went back to the old formula. But that didn't have any political ramifications. That was just a herky-jerky decision that was made in marketing and advertising that made absolutely Jack Diddley squat no sense whatsoever. This plunge by Bud Light was triggered specifically because somebody in the upper echelon, somebody in management, somebody in St. Louis, Missouri, made a decision that has impacted even on the Clydesdales, who are, let's face it, they are the symbol of Anheuser-Busch and all of its products. And they've been retired to pasture because there's nobody who wants the Clydesdales coming to any of their parades or co- county fairs or country fairs or gatherings this summer. They've been put up on the shelf. Why? Because of Dylan Mulvaney, an influencer, describes herself as transgender, has 10 million followers. And somebody in the marketing division of transgender anheuser Bush thought, gee, This influencer, if only she, he, they could influence these 10 million followers to start buying Bud Light. It won't just be a beer of the baby boomer generation, 55 plus. Who knows? Maybe we can start getting them to guzzle it at 25 plus. And remember, it started with this pitch.
0: Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness. And I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my Day 365 of Womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too.
2: Customize. Budweiser, Bud Light cans with Dylan Mulvaney's Facha on it. Oh, that hurt him. And in fact, the responses started pouring in fast and furiously. I might add, very creative as a sort of alternative message. than the one that Bud Light was trying to get out to the transgender with 10 million followers on Instagram, Dylan
5: Mulvaney. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius.
3: Real Men of Genius.
5: Today we salute you, Mr. Push Up Bra Inventor.
3: Mr. Push Up Inventor.
5: Never before has one man done so much with so little.
3: Lifting higher.
5: From mosquito bites, pimples, and pancakes, to melons, mountains, and Major League yabos. An engineering feat so brilliant, it can only be described as va 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 boom. Thanks to you, even a 90-year-old grandmother can go from A to double D in a single bound.
3: What's your number, ready?
5: So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, Hoister of the Hooter, because when it comes to the bust, you're the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bud Light Beer at suppose St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Well, now that response was very creative, a great parody. But Dylan Mulvaney couldn't keep her big fat mouth shut to her 10 million followers. She then went on to say something that caused this dramatic plunge to affect so many folks who are out there putting on the lotion at the ocean where normally their cooler would be filled with Bud Light or at a picnic table or at a backyard porch where family and friends are gathered up, where they put some uh, red meat on the grill and they were ready to grab for their Bud Light when all of a sudden Dylan Mulvaney... Just couldn't help herself and said.
0: I was walking around and everyone was staring and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket.
2: Peekaboo, I see you. That was the post that triggered the avalanche. The tsunami of response that has buried transgender Anheuser-Busch, I don't know if they can ever recover. Their Bud Light label was the number one beer in America, bar none, and even competed internationally with other light alternatives. Then my wife Nancy said, wait a second, what kind of schmuck or putz could choose this transgender to be one of the symbols of those that are drinking Bud Light? Didn't they do a deep dive? Didn't they research her Instagram posts? Didn't they know that she's a screwball? She's off a rocker. All the furniture is upstairs and rearranged in the wrong rooms. And I said, wait a second. Nancy, what are you talking about? She said, I found a post on her Instagram when she was developing tens of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers just a year ago where she proved that she was completely unstable. You're probably hearing this for the very first time, courtesy of the Sliwa and Sliwa demolition wrecking team, especially the deep dive that was done by my wife, Nancy.
0: So I recently told my parents that I may be a little bit romantically interested in women, and that was a big shock for them considering the past 10 years of coming out as gay, then queer, then non-binary, then trans. And I think it was just a bit of a shock. So I tell my dad and he goes, well, I would love to see you get a woman pregnant. And I said, oh no, 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 she would be getting me pregnant. And then he said, what do you have a vagina now? And I said, never say never. And then I tell my mom and she goes, I would just love to see you own property one day. And in California, that's sort of you know a, a parent's dream. It's not having kids or getting married. It's It's are you able to own a house? And wouldn't that be nice?
2: Yeah. Little house on the prairie. Right. By the way, you can't get home insurance any longer Two of the major insurance companies will no longer insure any new homes that are built in the largest state of America with the largest population, 40 million, although that population is being depleted as we speak. I know, Diego, people are saying that can't be. How the hell could this woman have said this on Instagram? a year ago and Budweiser Bush excuse me Bud Light would actually go ahead with their influencer campaign based on her Instagram post again courtesy of Nancy Slewa the wrecking team the demolition team of Slewa and Slewa at your service Dylan Mulvaney said this a year ago on her Instagram posts in the state of California This isn't even getting into the harm. Back to the same cut there, Diego.
0: So I recently told my parents that I may be a little bit romantically interested in women. And that was a big shock for them, considering the past 10 years of coming out as gay, then queer, then non-binary, then trans. And I think it was just a bit of a shock. So I tell my dad and he goes, well, I would love to see you get a woman pregnant. And I said, oh, no, no, no. She would be getting me pregnant. And then he said, what, do you have a vagina now? And I said, never say never. And then I tell my mom, and she goes, I would just love to see you own property one day. And in California, that's sort of, you know, a, a parent's dream. It's not having kids or getting married. It's, it's are you able to own a house? Um, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah.
2: Well, at least she's a capitalist. Owning a house. This is an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Dug up by Nancy Slewa. And obviously, whoever was employed by Bud Light, by Anheuser-Busch, now known as transgender Anheuser-Busch, people are not even drinking the traditional Budweiser product of the Clydesdales. Boy, you guys really didn't vet out your influencer, did you?
4: Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Slewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read.
3: money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. People will their own brother. People can't even walk the streets because I never know in the world they're gonna meet. For that me. make, Show me the money money.
2: That's what it's all about. This is the re-election campaign. What chutzpah, what webos, what hubris to immediately be cashing in from uh, lobbyists and donors who are whining, dining, and pocket-lining The $5,000 customized suit man, the swagger man with no plan, the mayor of not us, but the illegal aliens, Eric Adams. Swagger man with no plan. What do I mean by that? When he welcomed in the illegal aliens in those first busloads at the end of August, when he called Abbott in Texas a racist for sending them to Nueva, New York, he decided to walk them two blocks over from the Port Authority at 42nd and 8th to the Milford Plaza, renamed New York Row, at 44th and 8th. And it's been Mishikach, a disaster ever since. Predominantly single, able-bodied Venezuelans who have figured out how to scam this asylum game, who left Venezuela seven years ago when there was the change in dictators from Hugo Chavez, who died of cancer, to the bus driver in Caracas, Maduro. And there was the thought that there would be civil insurrection. So hundreds of thousands left. Where did they go? They went to Chile, Argentina. They went to Brazil. They went to Colombia. And they implanted themselves. And they started doing fairly well. But it wasn't the American dream. So when they heard that Joe Biden... The Papa Chula of all illegal aliens who was screaming in the final debate against then-President Donald Trump, Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? They came one, they came all, and they bum-rushed right across that border. With their designer garb, with their fancy jewelry, with their iPhones, their smartphones, and with their tourista bags with rollers on it. Yeah, yeah, how does that fit the narrative that they were coming through the mosquito-infested isthmus of... Panama jungles in order to make their way through Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, and then eventually Mexico itself. And now we have seen that they've been staying months at the New York Row, hanging outside, smoking weed, drinking cerveza, and breaking till the early hours and causing chaos. But some of the workers in the New York Row, the former Milford Plaza, have spoken out It's gotten so bad that kids 12, 13, 14 are getting stoned and drinking
6: Sevesa with no adult intervention. Every day we find about 10 kids alone in their hotel rooms, either drinking or doing drugs uh, with uh, weapons will be in the room. But we're not allowed to go in there. We're not allowed to take anything from them. And it's basically a free for all in this hotel. Yeah. What the hell are they talking about?
2: They can't go into the rooms. They're guests of the sucker taxpayers, us. We didn't even invite them. The mayor, Eric Adams, Swaggerman, with no plan with our money, brought him into the Milford Plaza, now named NY Row. And you got 12,
6: 13, 14 year old kids getting stoned, but it gets worse. We we ne- we, we find fake passports, fake social security cards. Uh, all kinds of fake documents in this hotel every day. Fake passports,
2: fake social security cards, fake paperwork that they probably get by taking the number seven train over to 110th Street in Corona. Underneath the number seven train, between 110th to 103rd to Junction Boulevard, you can get any kind of fake, phony, fraudulent, forgazy papers. And the Venezuelans already learned the scam. But it gets
6: even worse and if they are kicked out of the hotel, they get sent to a processing center at Port Authority where they get given a second hotel. So say a husband decides to beat his wife up, he will get kicked out and they will just process him into a single man's hotel. So it's, you break the law, it's not a, well, we're gonna report you to the proper authorities, it's let's give you a second or a third hotel room and you, you still stay in the city.
2: Figure that out, ladies and gentlemen. You're a domestic partnership. Maybe it's boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe it's uh, husband and wife. The man beats the living daylight out of the woman. He doesn't get arrested. Oh, no, he's an asylum seeker. Heavens to Betsy, we do that. We're a sanctuary city. He can't be arrested. He goes back to the Port Authority for reprocessing. Not to be sent back across the border into Mexico, No, to be sent to another no-tell, hotel, holiday inn without the express, three-star hotel where they get three squares a day, and it has to be culturally appropriate. Yes, Diego, imagine if that was you coming from Venezuela. You could protest and say, I'm not eating the schmear on the bagels. What's a bagel? We don't have bagels in Caracas. I want con arroz habichuelas. Beans and rice? Yeah, make that with a chuleta on top, a pork chop. Or better yet, if you happen to be a Dominican, you may say, hey, I want, I want Mongo. That's right. I want mangoo. It's got to be mangoo, or, or nothing. And instead of saying, tough noogie, stop or go back to the D.R. Oh, no, go up to Washington Heights, you know, order mangoo. Bring it down by Grubhub at taxpayer's expense. Or maybe you want mafungo. right? This is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. And that's now. But this has been going on for months. Three months ago, same hotel, the old Milford Plaza. You saw the commercials late at night on Channel 9, the old WWOR, the Superstation, right before Joe Franklin. Right, you remember? In order to try to engage tourists to come to the Great White Way Broadway. And once again, employees in New York Row, renamed from the Milford Plaza... We're telling us that these Venezuelans were out of control and ungrateful.
7: And what, what are you witnessing? What did you see from the migrants that were staying in your hotel?
5: Chaos, total chaos. I mean, there's no accountability. The city, so called, running the program um, allows these people to destroy these rooms. There is no uh, daily supervision to show these people that this is a hotel and that you don't destroy the hotel. You're only there temporarily. This is not your home. Unfortunately, uh, the ones that are paying the price is the hotel workers, uh, local six union workers. Those guys and those ladies um, endure a lot of disrespect from the migrants. And there are some nice migrants, but there's too much alcohol, too much drugs and too much violence. Where are they getting the money? For the alcohol and drugs, right?
2: Ask yourself, they're smoking weed outside in Weedland and in Viceland. They're drinking Corona, and they're complaining there's no gusano in it, no worm, and they want the lime with a little bit of salt on top. Or they're saying basically, no, this is not culturally appropriate. The chutzpah, the hubris, the coolions. And wait, this is three months ago.
7: How many migrants were at your hotel?
5: Um, actually, it's the entire hotel from the third floor to the 28th floor.
7: And what is your job there?
5: I am the mid runner. I actually uh, attend to all the guests. Um, whatever they need, uh, whatever they order uh, a hairdryer, uh, towels, extra sheets, whatever they think that they may need during the day, uh, I'll take care to them. Hair dryer,
2: sheets, <laughs> extra towels? Oh my God! <laughs> This is nuts. Wait, this was three months ago. And Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who's aware of this through his homeless services department, which says, which way did they go? Which way did they go? Well, he hasn't done anything about it.
7: And who's paying the bill? The city. And they're making more money from the city than they would if they filled up the hotel?
5: Of course. I mean, if... If they weren't making that much money, they would have kept the airlines, they would have kept the, the tourists that came from yeah. uh, all the parts of the world, and they would have made money, but they wanted more money. So it's easy money from the city.
2: Hmm. And how do you get down to the nitty-gritty of figuring where the easy money is being kicked back? Because this is a kickback scheme. That's right. Go ahead. Sue me. Sue me, City Hall. Because I'm on your jockstraps. I know how this kickback works. I know how it works through NGOs. You know, contracts are issued. And then friends of Eric Adams and friends of Kathy Crimewave Wave Holcomb, they get their kickbacks. It's called being grateful for your political support. But, hmm, there's something going on here, Diego.
7: Were any of them grateful and thankful? I mean, they left allegedly a life of persecution in many cases in Mexico or other communities, and they come here and they get a free hotel room, free food. Were they grateful?
5: Most of them, um, they don't care. They entitle. Their self-entitlement is beyond belief. They they believe that, you know, uh, the hotel is theirs and they're going to do what will, what they want. And our general uh, manager um, really don't care about any of the workers' uh, toxic conditions or hostile conditions. All he cares about is the money.
2: Damn right. What is it that Eric Adams always says? They only care about what? Well, the contract Show I Show was...
3: me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about.
2: You almost blew that, Diego. And I would have blown some gaskets here. But, happy birthday, man. Kumbaya, Rudy Giuliani. And uh, on the occasion of his birthday yesterday, he joined the wrecking crew of Sliwa and Sliwa. There are now three of us following up on all the kickbacks coming through these contracts with homeless services of the Eric Adams administration. Here is Rudy on his own show Describing this partnership to try to save our taxpayers dollars.
4: Well, the contract I was uh, talking about, which has been uncovered by Nancy Slewer, which is uh, Curtis's wife, who's a very fine lawyer, you should know. And uh, obviously has uh, in common with Curtis that they have this uh, affinity for uh, just hating uh, dishonesty and corruption and crime and just like I do. Well, the hotel uh the hotel uh Roosevelt, from as best we can tell, is being leased out for two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. They're making nothing on it right now. Being leased out for two hundred and twenty-five million dollars for three years in a thousand rooms. They said eight hundred, but a thousand rooms, and they're gonna put the home with you right in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, great. They'll just be a few blocks from where they can steal all sorts of jewelry on forty seventh street. Should be fun for them. Now, when I say that you're gonna say Oh, these are, you're, you're being so unfair. You don't like immigrants. You don't like migrants. You don't. Oh, bull. I took care of a lot of immigrants when I was mayor of New York City. I had 400,000 illegals in the city. I didn't have this trouble because I dealt with it sensibly because I have a brain, unlike the guy in, the, in, the, in, in, in uh, Gracie Mansion now. And I'll go through my policy sometime. But they cured the city of homelessness. And it stayed that way until de Blasio came around. All of that is true. The the, the 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 idea of this is crazy. There's going to be kickback money going all around the city based on this bull.
2: Notice, Rudy understands. It's kickback city. Kickbacks to friends of Eric Adams. Kickbacks to friends of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And I am saying it declaratively. You don't like it, City Hall? Sue me. You don't like it, Kathy? Crime wave, Holcomb's administration. Sue me. Let's start the depositions. I can't wait to have the attorney of Slewa and Sliwa do the cross examination and have Rudy do your depositions because he knows where all the political bones are buried and who buried them.
4: Oh! is The Riffin Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa.
2: As so many of you are out there or heading to the ocean to put on the lotion, just understand that out in the deep blue sea there are more great white ones sharks of all types and ever before hammerhead sharks great white ones and they're growing in number that would give you pause to think do you want to go into the water well whether you do put your your toes in or you don't understand that i'm here at wabc and i've been charged with the responsibility curtis is going for the record which will mean that by the time I get off these airwaves today, I will have done 40 hours of broadcasting at WABC, Always Broadcasting Curtis, within a period of three days, 72 hours. You can't touch this, Dominic Carter. You can't touch this. But speaking of Dominic Carter, and that's the beginning of evening programming from 12 to 1, followed by the Mameluke who's been a real gold brick slacker. I mean, he didn't do a show in the wee hours of the morning. I had to do it. He may never get it back because he's on the beach either at Belmar on the Jersey Shore, Wildwood, or down in Cape May, moaning and groaning about the fact that he can't drink beach, excuse me, he can't drink beer, his favorite Bud Light on the boardwalk or the beach of Wildwood.
1: There, there are many things you could say about Atlantic City, but one thing they will never do is make something illegal there that's a vice. <laughs> They're only legalizing things. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the, first of all, just to be clear, it is technically illegal to drink alcohol on the beach in New Jersey, but almost everybody does it as long as you put it in a red solo cup or keep a closed container or you handle it responsibly. It's one of those laws that's just kind of not enforced. So now the Wildwoods uh, Board of Commission Did just two days ago is they've decided that they're going to get cracking down on this the boardwalk at the beach, you're not going to be able to have any alcohol, even if it's in a closed container. I think this is a real overreach. I mean, going to the beach without a hard seltzer or a beer, that's like going to church without praying. It's terrible. And if if there's a problem with young people drinking or if there's a problem with rowdiness, arrest them. Give them citations. Find them like crazy. But for all the literally tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people that can go to Cape May County every summer and enjoy a can of beer on the beach or on the boardwalk without getting rowdy. Why should they be punished? This strikes me as just another attempt to raise revenue when it's the tourists that's putting the money into these beach towns in the first place.
2: Man, I hope the great white one goes circling around Frank Morano, sitting there, wearing his flip-flops, in the Shamu Hefe Chris Christie beach chair.
0: You know, you seem to be taking this very personal, Frank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very
2: Very personal as he sits there with his umbrella hat on, his flip flops in the Shamu El Jefe
1: Chris Christie lawn chair. This isn't even getting into the harm that we're seeing right now. Uh, You know, okay, they haven't confirmed that these projects are causing the whale deaths, but clearly there's something going on when all these big mammals are washing ashore. They're either getting hit by boats or or maybe the sonar, and the projects are harming them.
2: But not Shamu! Uh, Hefe Chris Christie, who has turned into Orca, the killer whale, as he goes up and down the Jersey Shore from Wildwood to Point Pleasant. Waiting to get on that debate stage because he wants to eviscerate Trump and DeSantis and whoever stands up for public review. Right, Shamu, El Jefe, Chris Christie.